With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Realistic Fitness. Here's Paul and Ian. Hey, it's another episode of Realistic Fitness. That is Ian over there who supplies sound effects and also all the knowledge on the program. Ian Manning. Hello. Who's a physical therapist, a TPI certified trainer. All-around fitness guru. Yeah. I'm Paul. I'm uh, just here just to host. The lovable idiot. Ask the obvious questions. <laughs> Thanks for adding lovable to idiot. I do appreciate that well, adjective. because I love you. Really do. Well, a few episodes ago, we got onto a topic about uh, natural movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan this, this That's it. This yeah. primal fitness uh, thing that's going on. And I had read a book. Which Ryan had read it as well, and it's the uh, same author. His most famous book was Born to Run. Yep. And it was about these guys that do ultra marathons and all this thing. Well, his latest book is called Natural Born Heroes, and it's a fascinating topic about uh, the Nazis on the Isle of Crete and how critical people don't realize that in Greece, the Isle of Crete was the turning point in World War II because the locals there were such great resistance fighters, yeah. they actually kidnapped a, na- a, a Nazi general. Pretty crazy story. So the, McDougal's the author, and uh, he ties this all together in talking about a history in Greece. Well, we talk about you know the Olympics were, were founded in Greece, but there's also this ancient form of Greek martial arts, which he conjectures spread to the East and how we have the Eastern martial arts, you know, okay. jujitsu and all those things that actually have their source uh, from the Isle uh, of Crete. They swam over to show it to us? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the heck was going on there. But it's just, a, it's a fascinating book within that narrative. And in that narrative, he takes a ton of sidetracks in talking about the conditioning, the athleticism, the history, the nutrition of these people from the Isle of Crete and how yeah. they were just, you know, they just threw the uh, curveball at the Nazis and screwed well, up their Well, it was effort. people from the island, but also British soldiers as it well? Was, yeah, British soldiers had come to help with the resistance fighting. Okay. And they had learned all of these things from these local, And a lot of them were like shepherds or shopkeepers or yeah. whatever. But the whole history of, you know, Greek mythology, like they uh, take this stuff seriously and had well, it's kept, kind of where it's born from. I mean, you know. yeah, right. But and, and they say the Isle of Crete is so extreme as far as the mountain range right. that it led to this, uh, you know, and then really where marathons were founded mm-hmm. in in early Greece as well. So, uh, so how they st- well, you don't want to ruin the book. Right? Well, no, I do. I okay. do kind of want to ruin the book. <laughs> <laughs> so how did they kidnap this general? Well, they were able to kidnap him by. Uh, kind of hijacking his car when he took a turn going back right, to his house. Like when they when the Nazis found the car, there were what like cigarette butts, like a right, book. They, they threw all of these hints to to try to tell the, the the all the Nazis that 
well, you know what? We've already kidnapped this general, mm-hmm. and we've taken him off the island. But they had not done that. Right. So that was just a plant. What they had to do, and this is, goes into the whole physical, uh, the physically demanding part of it, is they had to tie him onto a donkey. And they made it over this, like, ridiculous mountain range. Right. It's like a whole rocky pass. Yes. Right? So yeah. they talk about the, the fitness that this whole history of the Isle of Crete have and how these people were so athletic. And uh, it ties into all this whole natural fitness movement. But when they, when the, the Cretans yes. train, they, don't, they were just living, right? They weren't, like, purposefully training? Right. So uh, that, that, I guess that goes into what a lot of people are calling uh, natural movement or uh, natural fitness or fitness, uh, functional fitness. Mm-hmm. So the whole part of the, you know, kind of the push of the book is, uh, you know, get out of the weight room. Right. Almost get out of the gym itself. Yeah. And start doing stuff outside. So what could, did they give any examples of what that would be? Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, the guy's name is Erwin Lacour, and he's got the I like liquor. the Move Nat. Yeah, he's a nice Frenchman too. Uh, Move Nat is yep. his website. Okay, and he. But this isn't the guy who wrote the book, right? No, no, no. no. Okay, this is not the guy who wrote the book, but uh, he goes into and and kind of identifies with this guy because this guy had been studying, you know, how much uh, the Cretans had been, you know, just naturally so gifted athletically and uh there's a video out there called the workout the world forgot okay so here's a little excerpt it's uh ewan makes a devastating case for ancestral fitness now you is not incestual ancestral no well if you wanted to include that (laughs) we can go in that direction as well ian but i just wanted to read a little bit from uh this here he makes a devastating case for ancestral fitness and he does it without saying a single word. So you look at this video, and it's this guy doing some crazy stuff. Opens with Ewan carrying a log across a tumbling river, and then rockets along as he charges across savage landscape, instantly molding his body under and around everything in his path. So I guess the whole idea is, uh, you know, we're, we're training. He said a lot of it is vanity training, what we do in right, the gym. Right, sure. So you're doing curls, so your yeah. arms look good. Curls for girls. Yeah. I like, I'd never heard that. No, really? Really. Oh my God. Sun's out, guns out, curls for girls. By the way, you know, as far as doing circuit training, I always have tried to include that because, I mean, as you get older, your arms get kind yeah, of You don't want to look flabby. crappy. Yeah, right. But so it sounds like it almost has an element of parkour to it as well, correct? Whoa. Parkour that you bring up, yeah, there's a whole uh, idea on parkour. Now, explain parkour to the average person, because I didn't really know what it was all about. So, it's basically like um, kind of moving throughout the environment. A lot of the videos that I've seen are kind of based in the city. but It's it's, an urban, yeah, yeah. specifically it's an urban uh, setting. So, people are, it's it's a mixture of kind of running and sprinting, um, jumping um, from like walls and tumbling and jumping over barriers and it's it, as they get good at it it's there's a lot of speed added to it it's uh it's pretty impressive because you know it's you would look at let's say an urban environment of some railings a wall and you would just see it as like a concrete jungle but to somebody who is a parkour um 
studier or somebody who yeah. does parkour, they see it as a gym. So they would, you know, run, jump off the railing, balance on it. You know, it's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil, only in it the city. It really is. And uh, a lot of the, I mean, when you get inside the mind of these parkour people, a lot of it is, uh, it's confidence in a way. Sure. Because I look at it and I was like, there is no way in the world. I would bust my face. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's mostly younger people. They, they're following some of these guys who are in their 40s and yeah. some even in their 50s who are doing this crazy stuff. Yeah, it's like a mixture of um, kind of like sprinting, jumping, and, and really mountain climbing. Yeah. With some of the stuff. Because they're pulling themselves up onto uh-huh. um, cliffs and ledges and then jumping and tumbling. and Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty cool to watch. And that's kind of how it ties into the book a little bit because it's uh, – it has a lot of the same movements. They talk about all the natural movements of having to go up these really, you know, sharp, steep rock things. Yeah. It's interesting because I look back uh, on my earlier days when I was running quite a mm-hmm. bit as part of my fitness, and I found the most exhilarating run that I would take would be out on the jetty mm-hmm. uh, near the water where you have to jump from rock to rock. Sure. So, well, it's like a cross-country run, kind of. It really is where you have to focus on where your feet are going. Yeah. So. Well, it's, you know, like you said, coming out of the gym, when you're in the gym, everything is always a level surface. So there's right. not really I a mean, lot of balance I mean, if you're on a treadmill, it's it. almost like the biggest challenge is not to be bored. Right. Right? So that's yeah. why people have headphones on Distract or they're playing a video game yeah. or something like that. And the argument as part of this book in the natural movement is finding things that are challenging to your mind. So, I mean, talk about having to stay in the moment. Right. You know. Well, otherwise, if you fall, you'd right. break an arm was, or well, that, plummet to your death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's depending upon how exaggerated you want to get with it. I know. Well, that's what I think. And I'm wondering, uh, you know, because we have uh, gone off on a lot of different tangents on our podcast, but as far as uh, natural fitness and things that end up being dangerous, because I look at this and I say – Philosophically, I can agree with a lot of the stuff they do, but certainly at my age, I'm not going to be like hauling a log around somewhere, right? right? But I mean, I guess the element of danger is different for everybody. Yeah. You you look at little kids when they do stuff, you know, you think of like the extreme sports that kids will do. Uh And one, they're closer to the ground, so it's not as, as frightening. But two, they don't have any consequences other than being hurt. You know, like if you or I get if we tear ACL, if we break our arm, that affects our ability to work. That affects our ability to provide like everything. So, I mean, I used to snowboard like crazy. I don't anymore because I'm afraid to. Yeah. So it's, I think the element of danger though is all is variable depending upon who we are. Yeah. You know, so you can bring some element of danger into your training to make you focus without it being really like risking, a risking yeah. an injury yeah. or whatever. That seems like a very fine line, though, at times, doesn't it? Sure. But, yeah. I mean, something uh, to your point, I think anything's better than feeling like you need to distract yourself while you're working out just to get yeah. through it. That sounds like a really bad way to train. It really is. And that, that that's, I think, what was really great uh, when I discovered circuit training with you because uh, it's an element of – 60 second intervals. Right. You know, and you're doing something totally different from right. station to station to station. Which keeps you engaged. Right. And then every class we would go to, you'd provide something different. Sure. Which Who is wants good. the same. I mean, yeah. my whole philosophy behind it was A, keep it fun, keep it engaging. But B, if you come and do the same thing every single time, what do you need me for? Yeah. You can right. memorize can do that, that program eventually. Own. You don't right. need me to tell you to do the same thing over and over and yeah. over again. So I think that's really what sets apart a, a 
not to call myself a good trainer, but I think mm -hmm. if you're going out and looking for a trainer, if it's somebody who writes you one program and then watches right. you work out, go find a different trainer. Well, like you said, I mean, when you go to the gym and you see some of these personal trainers on their phone yeah. while they're doing stuff, it's like, no, you don't want to go there. No. Now, another element of uh, this book, The Natural Born Heroes, in talking about natural movement, a uh, whole part of uh, just the physical nature of the human body, and I thought you could speak a lot to this, because they, they talk about, uh, you know, fitness for function and not working out in the gym for show, whatever, but it got into the whole science of the fascia. Mm-hmm. And how much the fascia is provides us with uh, strength, coordination, whatever, as compared to actual muscle. Now, can you explain what the fascia is? I guess it connects our entire body. Yeah, so it's connective tissue throughout your whole body. So basically there are three systems, and I, I kind of lump fascia into the skin system. Fascia sits just below your skin level, okay. and it's a connective tissue. So... Um, if you were to take just the fascial system off of your body, you would still look like a human. If you were to take just the nervous system off of your body, you would still look like a human. And if you were to take just the cardiovascular system out of the body, you would still look like a human. Meaning, if you were to just lay that system out, yeah. it would look like a body. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's so intertwined into every part of our movement. So you would see hands, you would see elbows, all the way up and through. Um, so the fascial system really allows for movement. Um, and if there's any restriction in your fascial system, it can create a restriction in how you move or your ability to move. So in something like a parkour or something like the move natural where you're having to get into not extremes, but you're having to use a lot of systems at once. You know, if you think of running, if you think of jumping, you know, you're not just standing there doing a bicep curl, you're right. integrating a lot of different systems. So that fascial system has to work in conjunction to allow for that movement without any type of breakdown. They almost uh, explained it as like this incredibly strong, uh, like a rubber band, but yeah. indestructible. Yeah. And, well, it's uh, very destructible. It just depends on, <laughs> you know, like it could break down. Yeah. It just depends on how much you load it up to a point where you it's not prepared for that load. Right. And how important is that? I, I When I think of like uh, a tennis swing or a golf swing or a baseball swing, it seems like I mean, is the whole fascist system kind of engaged in this? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you're you're creating almost like a a twist, uh -huh. a coil, right? And then you unravel that coil, and that's how you. And that's what provides swing. power. Yeah, on exactly. either a serve or a, a drive or right. whatever. Now, is there a way to train the fascia? Is there a way to condition the fascia as opposed to a muscle group, or is it just so intertwined with muscle groups that I don't know. What keeps your fascia healthy? Uh, I think overall mobility work. So mm -hmm. making sure that you're able to move. So like a yoga or like a Pilates um, are both very good for the fascial system to make sure that you can move throughout your desired range of motion without having any restrictions. Because like when we had Mike on earlier uh, on the last podcast, when he was talking about not overloading a system that can't move properly, uh -huh. anybody can load a system. I could give you a 50 pound dumbbell and tell you to do something yeah. with it. You'll be able to do it, right. but well, maybe not, but you know, <laughs> but, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> but the point being <laughs> that any idiot can load up a system. Uh -huh. It takes a true art to understand what that system is capable of or what that restriction is might be. Yeah. 
so that you can load it up safely. So if you can lift a 50-pound dumbbell, how many times can your body tolerate that before it breaks down? If you make sure that the system moves properly, if the fascial system is moving the way that it's supposed to and you train right. properly, uh -huh. you could do it a lot without getting any breakdown versus if you are not trained appropriately or if you're too tight, you can do it and, and compensate through it, but then eventually you're going to get a breakdown of that tissue. Cool. Well, I highly, highly recommend the book because, uh, it's, I mean, it's a fascinating narrative. Do they give you any tips as to, like, how to get started with MoveNet, or is it, you know? Well, I mean, I, I've gone to the website, and, uh, I mean, the stuff does look very cool, and it's almost like they want you to have, and you were talking about it, having a kid's mentality in a playground, you know, because a kid Have will... you ever worked out at a playground? I... I have not, but I can imagine. I mean, imagine. not like a creepy way. <laughs> but like, so I actually have started to work out. We live near two schools. So you're using the playground Yeah, now? 100%. It's awesome. Well, tell me about what you do, because that, that's what they talk about here, is that you know you, you want to recreate, and they talk about uh, the tough mutters that have become yeah. popular, things like that, but it almost incorporates play into your workout. So yeah. If you have a playground, you're at, what, what have you been doing at the I mean, playground? So, um, and also what Mike was talking about, getting up early. So now I get up at five in the morning. Okay. Because I I have to find time for myself, and I wasn't doing it. And you I haven't been doing it for a while, but now you're getting back into it. Yeah. At the playground. Yeah. All right. So uh, before kids show up, so I don't want anybody to think I'm yeah, a creep. I'll, I'll, I'll bail you out of the, yep. from the police station if um, necessary. So we have a playground right near our house. Yeah. So I run up to the playground. Um, they have balance beams. They have, yeah. you know, the monkey bars, the jungle gym. So you can do pull-ups on those. Um, you could do inverted rows. Um, I do planks, like elevated planks. So there's that element of danger. Whoa, okay. um, so you don't want to fall on your face. Um, you can do jumping up onto the boxes. You can do squats. Like there's so many different ways that you can do this variation. So I do circuit training at the playground, just using all the different elements because it's so a free awesome. gym. I'll tell you what, if you see a lonesome Ian on a seesaw at some point, you might want to... <laughs> Don't bother me. It's part of my company. programming. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea. We yeah. should do a video on that. Is sure. do a workout at the playground. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get working on that. Again, talk about uh, on YouTube. Do a search. Yep, for Manning Golf PT. All right. A lot of great, great information right there. Uh, but thanks for listening to the Realistic Fitness Podcast. And make sure you subscribe and tell all your friends, and we'll meet you at the playground. See you next time, people. Hey, thanks a lot for listening to Realistic Fitness. If you guys don't mind, subscribe to the show. If there's anything that you'd want to hear about, let us know in the comments below. And please share with others so they can get this great information, too. You found it. The Realistic Fitness Podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.